0: This is Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is
1: Rob Burnett to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned. I'm Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. Joining me today is Lori Gross, our lead financial advisor and lead planner in the Troy office. Good morning, Lori.
2: Good morning, Rob.
1: And as always, the man keeping this show organized and pointed in the right direction, our co host, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony.
0: Good morning, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross. How are you guys doing? <laughs>
2: Good.
1: Oh, we're running around like crazy people, but other than that, yeah, pretty standard stuff. It's fall. Yeah. It's getting cool again. The oh, yeah. harvest is coming in here in the the greater Miami County area, so it's an exciting time. Yeah, driving driving behind slow moving farm machinery.
2: Not a problem.
0: <laughs> That's right. It's harvest time. Uh, get used to it. Uh, Absolutely. I, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was behind a combine the other day uh, myself, so it's it's starting to happen. Um, I think they were just taking it in or bringing it back from town, getting it serviced or something, but yep. I grew up on a farm, so I know all about it. Um, this is going to be a a great show though. Tell us uh, about what you have for us today, Rob.
1: So what we're going to talk about today is saving for college without sacrificing your retirement.
0: Mm, Uh, Easier said than done, Rob. Oh, it is.
1: Uh It is easier said than done. I've, I've seen firsthand some of the biggest challenges families have is paying for their children's education without sacrificing their retirement. They show up having sent their kids to college, and their retirement plan is in shambles. So it's not uncommon. So I hope the information we share today is going to encourage the listeners that there is hope. There are ways to reduce uh, your out-of-pocket costs for your college education. Hey, well, Tony, you've got kids creeping up on going to college, don't you?
0: Actually, uh, my oldest just started this year. Uh, he just started this fall in college. It's his first year. So our first, uh, our oldest is now in college and, uh, we're, we're still scrambling for ways to pay for that, but you've given me some great advice. So, uh, I think we're, I think we're going to be okay, at least for now, at least until my second child, uh, goes to college. And then, and then, (laughs) then that's a whole new ball game right there. So I have three kids. Um, my oldest is uh, 18 and in college, and then uh, my, my second oldest is 14, and she's already talking about where she wants to go to college and what she wants to do. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's huge. I mean, the expense of college is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, we talk about uh, the two things we talk about that are just ridiculous as far as price are health care, which we've covered, and now we're talking about college, which is just a huge chunk
1: of money absolutely a huge chunk of money. So, you know, I I you know, Lori, she's got kids. She's got mm-hmm. a teenager too. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, how how's yeah. your teenager,
1: Lori?
2: Well, actually there there are two because we've got his and hers kids. So, we've got one that's 15 and one that's 13. Oh. And, uh, yeah, the, yep. uh, the 15 year old one's a, a little closer to that, that point of getting ready to go to college and, and making those plans. The 13 year old is right now telling me I'm going to the military. I don't have to worry about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow.
0: wow. Well, that's interesting. Uh, you might not have to worry about money for that one for college. Uh, they might be able to go to college for free if they have military service, but, um, or greatly reduced, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, saving for college and saving for retirement at the same time is really hard. Uh, that's why I think this is a good topic to talk about. And I know you guys have strategies for us. Um, you certainly have my attention with this topic. So, Lori, where do we start on this one?
2: Well, it's a great question, Tony. And and I'm going to start with a little example here and just ask the question, when's the best time to plant a tree? So you're probably going to tell me the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, correct? Because right. that way you've got a good shade tree in your yard now. Yep. So, so if you didn't do that, then when's the second best time? Now. Yeah. Um, the the most effective plans start early. Uh, we're working with a client right now that is, is starting their program with their firstborn child. Uh, they've just gotten started earlier this year. And um, we're also factoring in this client's plan to have additional children. So n- not everyone starts this early or have been uh, people that haven't necessarily been consistently funding those popular 529 college plans or prepaid uh, tuition plans. But at some point, the parents and the student must get serious, you know, um, unless they really want to pay full price for college.
0: Oh, ouch. Nobody wants to pay full price for college. That's for sure. Uh, I don't care how much money you have. College is outrageously expensive. So, uh, so this sounds like a lot like uh, retirement planning that we've talked about, planning for college expenses. Um, People will have pieces of a plan maybe to send their kids to college, but Do they really have a written plan? I would say most don't. Uh, Do they have strategies to reduce the overall cost? And and a lot of folks probably have no idea how this is going to fit into their overall financial
1: plan. Right, Rob? That's right, Tony. And we see too many clients that have sacrificed their retirement savings to fund the kids college education. I can't emphasize that enough more. we see that just way too often. So successful college planning, it's got to be intentional and it's got to have structure for the best results. So we congratulate the parents and the students, because this is part of the team, of having the foresight to start this process while uh, the student's a freshman or a sophomore. That's not too early to start. You've got time to prepare your student, research the colleges, reposition assets, to ensure you get absolutely the best possible education at the lowest possible out-of-pocket costs. Now, if your student's a junior or senior, okay, you're a little behind, like planting the tree. Now's the best time. Don't waste any more time. You got to get on it right now. A few of these planning strategies have passed you by because we don't have enough time to implement them, but it doesn't mean do nothing because do nothing is going to have you paying sticker price for college. And I said, nobody wants to do that. So we're going to focus on three things that parents and students need to understand about colleges in order to have effective college planning. First, college is essential. We're going to talk about that. Second, Tony, as you've alluded to, and it's pretty obvious, college is expensive. And third, which most people don't recognize and understand and is really important, is college is a business.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, it really is, isn't it? Um, uh, you know, it's true. I think you made a point there that I can't stress enough. From experience with my son, Adam, who's now in college, you got to start planning early on. I mean, when these kids were little, we we started uh, five to nine plans for them. But there I know now from uh, talking to you both that there are even better uh, options out there. And, um, you know, I was concerned before, but after hearing you talk, I'm even more concerned (laughs) about I'm going to pay for (laughs) for all this. I'm not sure I'm the I'm I'm sure I'm not the only person uh, in our radio audience today that's stressed out about how best to help their children go to college or pay for it. But is this something I can do myself on my own?
2: Well, Well, certainly. But why would you want to? Um, it's kind of like following along with a YouTube video on video on appendectomy so that you can do it yourself. Um, you may be setting yourself up for that classic Pennywise and Pound Foolish outcome. Um, if you don't understand the college funding process and how to navigate a complex government and college bureaucracy, you may save a few dollars today by doing the paperwork and process together. However, you'll probably leave a lot of college aid dollars on the table unnecessarily. So let's get, um, I want to give you some some of the interesting facts that go along with this. Um, Students with a college degree will earn about two times the income over their working lifetime than a student with a high school diploma or a GED. Uh, If your student graduates from a Tier 1 college, they'll make about eight times the income of students that only have a high school or a GED. And um, about 52% of students who start college drop out and never finish. And, and that's often leaving college loans to be repaid with lower income potential. So here, here are the three leading reasons that students drop out of college that I want to cover with you real quick. Uh, first is changing majors. And the second one would be changing schools, because we, we know there's, there's kids out there that have done that. And the third is lack of funding.
1: Yeah, let's let's take a look at those three reasons, Tony. Uh, first of all is how is the major chosen? What does student do to prepare for that major? And when would you want to know if that major is wrong for your student? When would you want to know that? Now, right? Mm-hmm. Not two years into it and two years of college loans and two years of tuition and all that sort of stuff find out. You know, he really didn't want to be an aeronautical engineer. He really wants to be an underwater basket weaver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, know, you want to know that soon, right? So secondly, well, how was that particular school chosen? Uh, How strong is that major program and how well do these students do when they graduate with that major in going out and getting their first job? A lot of uh, uh, colleges will issue a lot of degrees, but colleges typically will earn a niche in their industry, being known for putting out good pharmacists, putting out good veterinarians, putting out good engineers Mm -hmm. and if you, you want to know that, if that's truly the field you want to go into because sure. your probability of getting that higher starting salary is going to be there coming straight out of college. Now, lastly, this changing majors and changing schools impairs oh. the whole college funding process. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just blows it up. Yeah. And a lot that's of times bad. you have to start over. And since, you know, it's a first-come, first-served system on college funding, you just moved yourself to the back of the line. Mm-hmm. Not a place you want to be. So, Tony, if you want to do this yourself, as Lori said, you can do that. Why would you want to? Let me give you some details to talk to you about why you might not want to do that. First of all, the Department of Education documents that 75% of the FAFSAs contain errors. Mm -hmm. FAFSA, what is that? Free Application for Federal Student Aid. If you're applying for college loans or or, or gift aid or scholarships, everybody's got to fill out one. No exceptions. Well, the, the name of the form is a tad misnomer. The form is free. Nothing else is. Right. So yeah, nothing else is right. Yeah. Right. So now you get a, a, a loan package and an aid package from a college. How do you know what's a good one? Yeah. So the whole idea behind this, you don't know what you don't know in right. this process. Yeah. And yeah, it's Department of tell. Education, totally different set of rules.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. I mean, it sounds like if I was going to do this myself, it would take a lot of time and a lot of paperwork and, um, and probably a low probability of success. And and Rob, but Rob and Lori, my wife and I, I don't know about you guys, but we really don't need that kind of stress in our lives uh, as far <laughs> as this, that goes. Does. I mean, there's enough stress sending your kids off to college. Um, but can any financial professional help us with this?
1: Well, Tony, to be effective in this area of planning requires advanced training and connection to resources most parents simply aren't aware of. At Outlook Financial Center, we've taken the advanced training on the college funding process, and we've been certified by the American College Foundation. Now, the American College Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was was established exclusively with high school students and their parents in mind. It provides vital process-driven details and procedures to help the student ensure that they're going to receive the best college education and at the most competitive price. Uh, Their website's very simple at AmericanCollegeFoundation.org. And we're honored to work closely with an organization focused on meeting the needs of college bound students.
0: Wow. Well, that's amazing. So uh, this sounds like something that is a real specialty for you guys. I think that's neat. And uh, obviously there's not a lot of places to turn, but you guys are very helpful. Uh, Unfortunately, we're out of time for this first segment. We have to take a quick break. Is there anything you want to add before we do?
1: I do, Tony. Uh, And I'm sure we've probably started to overwhelm some of our radio listeners out there. Um, hang with us. It will get better toward the end because we want you to be able to feel comfortable about being able to both save for college and not impair your retirement savings at the same time. But the message here is you don't have to do it alone and you shouldn't do it alone. So visit our website at Outlook FC. That's Outlook F as in financial, C is in center.com. Go to our Facebook page, Outlook Financial Center, or give us a call at 937-552-9990. And this week for our radio listeners, we want to give you our complimentary college funding survival kit. You need this, Tony. And as <laughs> yeah. a part of this offer, uh, we're going to offer a uh, no obligation, uh, no fee, no cost consultation to go over the survival kit, answer any other pressing questions that you have. We want to sit down with the advisors at Outlook Financial Center and show you how college funding fits into your overall financial plan so that it all works together.
0: Right. And I I think that's huge, obviously. And uh, that sounds like a great offer. And I would recommend it to anybody who's ever going to have a child going to college. Uh, That sounds very helpful. Um, But now, listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be back with more of this topic with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of Outlook Financial Center right after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Outlook Financial Center, We have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 937-552-9990 or visit us at outlookfc.com to learn more.
2: Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Lori Gross from the Outlook Financial Center. And I'm joined today with our CEO, Rob Burnett, and our co-host, Tony Shore. Our topic today has been discussing how to save for your children's college education without sacrificing your retirement. And so far we've covered when you should start saving for college education, um, trying to navigate the college funding process on your own, and our affiliation and advanced training from the American College Foundation.
0: Wow. Well, that, that, yeah, you have covered a lot and boy, this topic just overwhelms me. Um, (laughs) But diving right back in and it's good to know there's help out there. It's good to know you guys are out there and able to help us with this. Um, I need some good news about what we can do as parents to at least reduce the cost of
1: college for our kids. Tony, there is good news for the parents who understand the process and quite frankly, with that knowledge, you can turn that process to your advantage. In the last segment, we talked about the fact that only 48% of, co- of students that start college actually graduate with the degree. All right, let me add one more painful statistic. You're not going to like this one, Tony. The average student takes five and a half years to obtain a bachelor's degree. Mm. It takes five and a half years to obtain a four-year degree. Yikes. Yikes, exactly. <laughs> it's too long. So, it is too long. So we look at the kids that go through our program. What's their success rate? Success rate for kids who go through our program, 86% graduate with their bachelor's degree. And the average time it takes is four and a half years. So let's let that statistic sink in for a second. Wow. Our students have a 79% higher success rate than the national average. Wow. Our students spend a full year less in college to get the same degree. And so to the parents, to you, Tony... How much is that worth to you? A lot, a
0: year's worth of college, and depending on the college, that's that's big money.
1: Absolutely, it's almost mm-hmm. invaluable. So curious, uh, how much money do you, can you save by going to college for one year, Lori? How much can you save?
2: Well, um, let's look at some some averages here for colleges in our area. So the dollars saved obviously depends on on where you're going to attend college. Um, I'm gonna, I've got some statistics here for a few of the local colleges. I want to give you examples and some other well known colleges for their annual costs. So let's look at Wright State University. Wright State's going to cost you um, just over $25,000 a year. Um, Ohio State's going to cost you about $32,000 a year. Ohio University up in Athens, Ohio, just over $32,000 a year. University of Dayton, $60,600 a year. Now let's look at Stanford. You're looking at about seventy-eight thousand and change, Yale, almost eighty-one thousand a year, and Harvard, eighty-one five a year. So um, most parents see the cost of the, of the of these exclusive private colleges and assume that they they cannot afford to send their students there. So, but with with the right student, anything is possible, and that's what we want to touch on today.
0: Well, and it's good to know. Obviously, um, wow, yeah. I mean, college is crazy expensive, and I'm struggling like a lot of parents out there are, I'm sure, just sending my kids to a good state school. Um, Harvard seems out of reach uh, for the average parent. Um, uh, What do you know that most parents don't know, though, Lori?
2: Well, well, we understand one very important fact and, and use it to our parents' and our students' advantage, and that is that college is a business. Colleges may be institutions of higher learning research labs for miracle medical cures and launching pads for the next generation of entrepreneurs. And college may be all of those things and more, but first and foremost, college is a business.
0: Well, yeah. And unfortunately it's, it's kind of become a big business in many cases, but uh, I'm intrigued. I still don't get it. How is knowing this, that college is a business going to help me with paying for college for my kids?
1: Well, Tony, let me punctuate this a little bit. Not only do you need to understand that college is a business, as you alluded, it's a huge business. Right now, there are just over 60 colleges with endowment funds over $1 billion, billion billion with a B. There are over wow. 300 schools that have endowment funds of over $100 million. Now, I'm not here to make the colleges sound like bad guys, because they aren't, but they're not your friend either. They're a business. Their goal is to attract students that would be the best fit for their community and get mom and dad to pay as much of that bill as possible and still get the student to attend. You need to understand that when the colleges award funding to a student, they don't look to it or look at it as a handout. They look at it as an investment. So what does a college really want? They want successful and generous alumni. That's why they see the student as an investment. These endowment funds we talked about just didn't happen by chance. So we're going to talk about some of the strategies and some of the steps involved to try to get more money from the college or university that you want to attend.
0: Well, yeah, and and I would love to send my kids to a school the caliber of Harvard, but how do I get a shot at that?
2: Well, Tony, this is going to take a team effort. You've got dad, mom, the student, a properly trained financial advisor, a back office staff expert in the paperwork and the bureaucracy of the college funding process. And the most important person on this team is the student himself or herself. The student has to be motivated motivated to present to the university that the university wants them and is willing to invest in them.
1: Absolutely. And, and Tony, colleges will never admit what I'm about to tell you. They rank their applicants in three groups. The first group is these are students they love. They're going to get nice financial aid packages. Then they get the students they like. Their financial aid is going to be okay. And then they have the students that well, we need them to fill seats. Mm. What do you think about that, Tony? How your kids get
0: ranked? <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty tough. I'm fortunate with my son. He's a straight A student and an Eagle Scout. So uh, I think hopefully he'll be one of the students in the in the top of first two categories. Uh, but it's sad, and I, I you know I I kind of had that feeling in the pit of my stomach that that's the way it was, though.
1: Yeah, it is. And and there's one more interesting tidbit there. The financial aid officer at the college works for the college, not for you, not for your student. Mm. They're not your friend. At Outlook Financial Center, we have a fiduciary obligation to the parent and to the student to always act in their best interest. Remember, the college wants to get the best student at the highest price that they can extract from mom and dad. So we're going to spend some time in the next segment talking about where funding comes from and the types of funding available for college.
0: Well, yeah, and we have to go ahead now then and take a quick break here, Rob and Lori. Is there anything you want to add before
1: we do? Well, I just hope the listeners are beginning to understand that getting funding for college is more than just about scholarships. And for you grandparents out there, uh, your, your kids need to hear this. If they're not listening to today, they need to hear this because you want your grandkids to go to a good school and be successful as well. So don't forget the part that the grandparent plays in this whole process. And remember, you don't have to do it alone. So check out our website at outlookfc.com. Go to our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center, or give us a call at 937-552-9990 and receive our complimentary college funding survival kit. As a part of that, Uh, we invite you to schedule a one-hour no-cost obligation consultation to sit down. We'll go over the survival kit with you, answer your other questions. We'd love to help you get that college education for your kids that you really want them to have without sacrificing your retirement. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable
0: returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Outlook Financial Center. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 937-552-9990 or visit us at outlookfc.com. And welcome back to our final segment for this episode of Financially Tuned on Saving for College Without Sacrificing Your Retirement. And we're here with our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center you guys have covered a lot of ground so far uh, about what to do and how to prepare and why we need your help with this. Now, uh, you know, this should give our listeners some hope uh, that they can significantly reduce their out-of-pocket costs for college uh, if they uh, utilize some of these strategies that you have for them. Um, I'm going to head out to the bookstore right after the show and uh, get books on how to get the best and most scholarships for my student for the money. Uh, That's really important, I know, and you guys have talked about that quite a bit, right?
2: Well, not so fast, Tony. Um, While while gift aid like scholarships is free money, let's remember that what what the sources available are. Um, College funding sources, you know, there's three different sources. You've got the government, you've got college and universities, and then you've got the private sector. Scholarships come from the private sector and only comprise about three percent of the college funds that are available. This is the fact colleges don't want you to know. They want you to spend 80 percent of your time chasing that three percent of the money. And the largest share of the college funding pie is the colleges themselves. So let's focus on the real prize.
1: Yeah, Tony, let me throw some more cold water on your scholarship search. Many colleges require you to report other scholarship rewards, and they're going to reduce the gift uh, they, they would have given you dollar for wow. dollar. So that's why you need to understand there is a financial aid's appeal process to appeal that reduction, and we help our clients do that. Should you go after scholarships? Absolutely. In fact, the American College Foundation sponsors a scholarship program with a grand award of $5,000 has, and has regional awards of $1,000. You can apply directly at AmericanCollegeFoundation.org or give us a call we can walk you through that process.
0: Well, and that's awesome. You guys have a lot of great information, and I would recommend any parents like myself who have kids going to college that they take you up on that offer and meet with you uh, and get that information. Unfortunately, our time is about up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we have to go today?
1: Well, Tony, I hope our listeners are beginning to understand that getting funding for college is, in fact, a lot of work, and it's about more than just getting a scholarship. College is essential. We talked about the earning capacity. It's expensive. And it's a business, so you have to approach it like it is a business and understand that, but you don't need to do that alone. Come work with the uh, professionals at Outlook Financial Center. Go to our website, outlookfc.com. Go to our Facebook page, Outlook Financial Center, or give us a call at area code 937-552-9990. We'd love to give you our complimentary college funding survival kit. Schedule that complimentary one-hour, no-cost consultation. Come and sit down. Let us answer the questions. Go over that kit with you and then see how we can add value to your life, have you send your kids to the college of their dreams, and have great success without sacrificing your retirement. All right. Wow. Well, this
0: has been a great discussion, and this concludes our time for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center and Lori Gross, as well as myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfinancialcenter.com.